We're up to the Gemara Chafalif, top line of the Amit. So the Gemara Sholach later Ba'abe Barzavde Lemori Barmar. Boy, my name Ravuna. I want you to ask Ravuna this Shaila. Hadar b'chotzer chaveri shloimi daytoi. Someone moves into his chotzer of the chaver shloimi daytoi. Sarech lahalis leischar eloi. Does he have to pay him rent or not? And we explained before the shaila over here is it's a chotzer deleikaimi laagre. So the bailim of the chotzer anyways would not have been renting out. This chotzer. So by him living there, he wasn't mafsed the bailim any rent. However, this is a person that had he not lived here, he would have spent money to rent someplace else. So maybe this is a case of zenana v'zeloi chotzer. So he wanted to find out where Rav Huna's psak is. Before he had a chance to ask him, Rav Huna was nifter. So Rav Huna's son Rabbi said, This is how my father paskin b'shem Rav. That in the case of Zanana Vizadai Khasar, Ainoid Sarah Lahalis Leishar, your potter. Another thing he said over from his father, that Hasaikha Bayas Miruvin, someone rents a house from Ruven, Malas Khala Shimon, he has to pay rent to Shimon. Fredmar Shimon Maya Vidita, where does Shimon come here? You're renting from Ruven, you're paying Shimon. So the more Haki Kamar, Nimza Habayas Shal Shimon. You rented a house from Ruven thinking this is Ruven's house. And the Maya it ended up that it's actually Shimon's house. So Nimza Bayes Shal Shimon, So you have to pay Shimon Schar. Freg the Gemara Tarti. How did these two Psakim Shtim? One is Sayis or the other. First, you're saying that Zen Enav is Elay Chaser, you're Potter. So why, in a case when you found that it was Shimon's, do you have to pay Shimon? True, you were Nana, but Shimon wasn't Chaser. So why do you have to pay Shimon? So the Gemara, it's a pasha tochilik. How the kai mila agri? How the le kai mila agri? When did he pass on Zenana v'zalei chaser potter? If there was a chaser, the le kai mila agri. So therefore, it wasn't chaser. That's why you're potter. Here we're talking about Shimon. Normally, would have rented out his chaser. So Amelia, by you renting his chaser without paying him, you were mafsed him because now he can't find another tenant. So Amelia, it's a case of Zenana v'zalei chaser, and that's why you're chay. The Maaseh that you're showing him ask. Why couldn't, if, if this is all that he's saying, so why did he have to say a new case of renting a house from Reuven and reality was Shimon's house? If all he's saying is the den of Zenen of Zechaser, he just should have been a Mechalik. That when did Rav say Zenen of Zechaser is Potter, that's Davka, Chatzor de la But if it's a Chatzor de Kaimilagra, there is a Hefzid, there is a Chatzor, Yechai. So the Mkiyosu says the Chiddush over here is, that even if he paid Reuven less than the market rent, now that he finds out it's Shimon's, so we're saying it's a it's it's a chotzer that Shimon typically would have rented out. So maybe it's chotzer. He has to pay Shimon the rent. So he has to pay Shimon the market rent, and he can't say I was only asking to rent it because I got such a good deal. Had I known that it's Shimon's, and he's going to charge me market rent, I never would have rented it out. Kamashmalon, no. At the end of the day, you were nehenna. You were Nehenna market rent, and he's Chaser. So there's an added Chiddush over here. That's why we hopped on this case. So you're being Seicher from one of the Bnei Ir. What does Bailem mean? You rented the Bnei Yir not knowing whose it was. Now you found out that it belongs to some individual. You have to pay. 
Over here we're talking about in the second case that it was a bayis the kaimul agra. So it is a chaser, and that's why you have to pay. Omer of Schire, Omer of Hune, Omer of Hador, Bechotzer Chaveri Shalei Midaitoi, Ein Tzarech Lahalis Lei Schar. This is the regular case of the Nenev Zelay Chaser. You know why you don't have to give him Schar? Mishum Shenemar, Shteitem Posig Ushiye Yukas Shor. So Rashi has two ways to touch the Posig, but both of them mean the same. The Yisoyed is that an empty house gets inhabited by Shadim, and the Shadim make a Kharban in the house. They destroy the house to a certain extent. So according to the first Pratan Rashi, Ushia Yukashar, Shia is the name of a shade. That this shade by the name of Shia, Yukashar, he bangs up the, the, the house. When it's a vacant house, then he comes in and he bangs up the house. Second Pshatway Rashi touches the Pasukis, Ushia means it's it's lonely, it's it's by itself. That Ushia, a bias which is Shia, which nobody's living there. Yukashar, it gets damaged. How? Through Mazikim. Akoponim, either way, you touch the Pasuk, the bottom line is that it's beneficial for a house to be inhabited. So, Mamela, the reason why Rav Rav says in the case of Dar you don't have to pay him anything because Adarabi, you were Mahane, the Balachatzer. Because of you, there's going to be no Hezek. Had you not been there, we're talking about a Chatzer, the Lekaimelagr. So, Mamela, had you not been there, it would have been vacant. Then it would have been susceptible to Azekim from this shed. So, by you living there, you were Mahan. Mechayr is Mashm over here that if not for this Svara that you're being Mahan, if it would have just been Zenen of Zeloi Chaser, but not the Pshat that you were Mahan, then you would have been Chayiv. The reason why we're patrin you is because you were Mahan. So, you're trying to ask, Mechayr, we were learning till now constantly all these Amiram are passing Zenen of Zeloi Chaser, Potter. And here the Mashmai says that we're passing Zenen of Zeloi Chaser is Chayiv. So some Rishonim say, "Enochanam, this Gemara we are going take according to the sheet that Zenen of Zadachaser is Chayiv, and the only reason why you should be Potter is Dafke in such a case where you're being Mahanahim." Another Mahalach the Chaynim say is that really you're right. We take an Emdan the whole time is the Psak is Zenen of Zadachaser is Potter, but in a case when you're Nenev Zadachaser by living in someone's house, so there is there is a Mashu Chaser. There's the chaser of shacharisa da'ashaisa. When you live in a house, then there's wear and tear. Even though Rashi explained before, that's by a new house, but by a used house, there's no issue. But even by a used house, there's some negligible damage of wear and tear. So there is a mashahu chaser. So connected that, we have to say, but on the other hand, he's gaining that his house is not vacant and shadim won't come in. So that's why we say it, in order to offset that damage of shacharisa da'ashaisa. But where, where there's no such damage, where it's an emissary chaser bechal, you don't need this svar. It's pasha, then emissary chaser would be potter. So again, so the first svar we said over here was the reason why you're being mahanahim is because the shadim don't move in. So the Gemara, Amar Mabar Vashi, the Didi Chazili, I saw this shade once that comes into vacant properties, and it kicks things like a, like a shark. Rabbi Yosef, another reason. Why in a case when you live in someone's house, below Ischar, you're being Mahanahim, because Beisim Misve Yosef. Beisim Misve, a house that's Miyoshev, with people, Yosef, it has a Kiyan. Because if someone's living there, 
then he'll see if anything goes wrong and he'll be able to fix it right away. A house that's vacant, there's no one to see if there's any problems. And little problems become big problems and it ruins the house. So it's beneficial for an owner of a house to have someone living there. Either like the first pshat, so shadim shouldn't come in. Or like the second pshat, so someone should notice if anything goes wrong and there should be maintenance. For the one, my benayu is the nafkimina laloch, is that the one, yeah, ikka benayu. The kamishtamish bay bitzivi vitivna. Person has a house that he doesn't rent out to other people. However, he uses it to store firewood, to store to store hay. So such a place, even though it's not inhabited by people, but there's people, there's something there. So shade them don't come. Shade them only come to something that's vacant and it's desolate. There's nothing inside. But if there's things stored there, shade them don't come. Masha'enkin, the mila of maintenance, that you don't have. That's only if a human is there, so he sees if something's wrong, he'll fix it. But having it full with items, that's not going to help. So mila, according to the shita that says that you're potter because you're being mahanahim, alt the shadim. In this case, you wouldn't be, be mahanahim, because anyways, he doesn't have to worry about shadim. But if the mahanahim is because you'll see if something's wrong to make sure that the house doesn't get damaged, so then, even if it was full of tziva v'tivna, you're still helping him because he didn't have this benefit of someone living there to see what it needs. Diasmi, they had some sort of garbage dump over here, and he built himself a nice big house on their garbage dump. So Reb Nachman came and took away the apadna, took away this house from the person that built it. So the Gemara says, Lameh Kasov Reb Nachman must be Hadar B'chotzach Reish Lamidaiti Tzorach L'Halis L'Ischar. Mameli, he felt that this person was M'chuyiv to pay the Yisayim because he's he's using their Chatzor to build his house and he would have had to rent another Chatzor in order to build his house. So he has to pay them. So therefore, he took away that partner because they're mechuyiv, even though the chayyids and none of his other chassa. What are they doing with a, with an ashpa? They're not doing anything with a garbage dump. It's not true. This is a case where there was a chassarin. Why? Hahu this dump mikare karmenoi have a diary bay. Rashi has two pshatim karmenoi. Either it's a name of a certain uma that these karmenoi, these people, the gypsies, or whatever, these karmenoi, they used to live there in this dump, and they paid they paid some sort of minimal rent. For this dump, second shot Rashi says, "Kamenoi means kadmoinim." There were previous tenants here that were paying, and now by him kicking them out and building the house, he was mouth to the assignment this rent that they were getting from the kamenoi. So again, the Gemara, "Humi kara kamenoi have a diary bay v'yahav v'deliyasmi davrimut." They gave some sort of small rent to the assignment. So we made it now. It's a chaser. It's not the nenev zel chaser. It's the nenev is a chaser, and really, Amalei zil paisinu. Originally, Rav Nachman told this person, I'm not going to take away your patent, but go be Mephais them. Give them something. Give them a Dover Mu'at. The way the Rosh learns that he told them, give a Dover Mu'at, even though the rent that they would have had to pay for this Ashba, the Zenehene, is more than this Dover Mu'at that he told them to be Mephais. So what right did he have on the Yisayim's Cheshben to make them be happy with a Dover Mu'at? So the Rosh says, because the Allah is that Bezdin is allowed to make a Pshara on behalf of the Yisayim in order to make sure that they don't have any fights against them. Here there will be a whole fight with this guy and them. So if you can make a Pshara, even though they get less than they should have, Bezdin has a right to do that. So 
So that's what he tried to make a pshar to give to, to they should pay him a kaponim adovrimut. Lemaisa the fellow didn't listen. He took away the person's house. So the way the Rosh learns over here in Tosis also that Meikra Adin, even though the chesaron that the Yisaimim had was a davermut, because what were they losing? They were losing this rent they were getting beforehand from the Karmenoi, which the Gemara says was a davermut. And the Maisi he took away that Padna because he wanted them to pay once they didn't agree to the Pshari. He wants them to pay full value of the ano, which is more than the davar mut. So what's pshat? So Taisa says that we keep seeing this throughout the sugya, that in zen anav is chaser. If there is a chaser in mut, now you have to pay for the full value of the ano, even more than the chaser. And we explained in the previous blot the way the pnei shul learns the sugya is very gishmak. He learns by zen anav is chaser, you're paying for the ano. So why you potter according to the amar potter? Because even though you should pay what you were nehene. But since Yen is lechaser, it's midah sadaim for him to be teveyah. But if it's not midah sadaim for him to be teveyah, then you have to pay the hano. Because be'etzim, what you're nehene, you should pay. When not, If not for midah sadaim, a person should pay what he was nehene. So here, hayayis, there's a chasar, even though it's a chasar and muah, so it's not midah sadaim to be upset that this person is being nehene. Because by your nehene, you're being mavsed midah sadaim muah. So it's not sadaim that I'm coming over here with a tviya, so I have a right to be tveya. If I have a right to be tveya, you have to pay me already what you were nehen. It said in the Mishnah, So the Lashon Mishnah was, If it eats because it's shen so you put it from Nezek Shalom, but you have to pay mashanehenis. But if it eats mitzideh then Mishalemes Masha Hezika. So there's a machlaikis over here. Omarav, this that it says that you pay Masha Hezika is talking about Ubimachzeris. So Rashi in the Mishnah learned, and Taisus over here brings down that Rashi, that the issue over there was it's Rishusarabim, but when it says Mitzide Harachve, Rav says that what that means is that the behemoth has to turn its head in order to eat. Whatever's standing in front of him, Barachve, he eats normally. But what's in the Tzidei Rishosarabim, he has to be Magzeroisha, he has to bend his head back to get it into the Tzidei Harachve, because he's standing in the Rachve, he's not standing in the Tzidei Harachve. So he has to bend his head, and that is an action which is Mishun, it's not Orche. It's a told of Karen Rishosarabim is Chayiv. So Mela, when the Mishnah says, that mitzidei rachvim mishalemes mashizika. So Rashi Taka says in the Mishnah, kedin kerem, and therefore tam will only pay chatzin nezik, muad will pay nezik shal. Ushmuel Amar, afilu machzeres nami pater. Shmuel holds that machzeres is urchei. It's normal for a behemoth to turn its head back to eat. So maybe since the ma'aser were in shusarabim, if it's urchei, shem b'shusarabim is pater. Frag the Gemara ule Shmuel heichim eshkaches la de mechayiv. The Ma'isa, the Mishnah says that if it eats mitzidei rachve, then you're chayiv. Mishalem is mashizika. According to Shmuel, if he holds that it's urchei, so it's vayter shem b'shusarabim and your potter. So what's the case of chayiv? So the Gemara, you have to say it's talking about going to shavkes le rachve va'azla v'kama b'tzidei rachve. Till now we were talking about it was standing in the rachve and it was turning its head to eat from the tzidei rachve. Shmuel is going to say that when the Mishnah says mitzidei rachve means it actually left. The Rachbe, and it went into Tzidei Rachbe.
Now, Lechayre, according to the way Rashi learns, then the Pshat and the Gemara should be that when it actually leaves the Rachba to go to the Tzidah Rachba, that's not normal. The Behemoth, when he walks on Shabbat, he doesn't veer off to the Tzidah Rachba. So that's considered Mishun. And there is Maida that it's Karen, and therefore you're going to be Chai of the first time, and Nezek Shalom after it's Amut. However, if you look at Rashi by us and the Gemara, Rashi says, the Kama B'Tzidah Rachba, Rashi is clearly saying that the Chiyav, according to Shmuel, the way he's learning the Mishnah, that it's talking about that it went into the Tzidei Rachbe, the reason why your Chayiv is because it's not Rishos It's Rishos Not because it's Karen, because it's Loilam, it's Shen, and it's Rishos So the Chayiv, that's not the way Rashi learns in the Mishnah. So the Emesis, Taisir ben Peretz, brings down that there's a Rashi Madura Basra who Taka learns like Taisus. And this Rashi over here seems to be like he was Chayzer from Rashi in the Mishnah. So this Lashon Rashi would be more Mashma like Taisus. So the Emesis Taisus asks quite a few Kashas on Rashi. Taisus asks that the Lashon of the Mishnah, Mishalemis Mashi Zik, is Mashma Nezik Shalom. If you learn like Rashi, that we're talking about that it's Karen, then, then you would be paying Chatzin Nezik the first three times. Second of all, Taisus doesn't understand why it's not orche for the behemoth to turn his head to eat. We saw in the Gemara before, if there's a vegetable on top of a barrel, yes, it's orche for a behemoth to eat. It's also orche for the behemoth to climb up on the barrel. So maybe here too, it's orche for the behemoth to turn his head to get to the food. So why wouldn't it be orche? So maybe Rashi learns, take a different, Taisus learns, the read different shot than Rashi. Taisus learns that Sidei Rachbe is considered Chatzar so we're going to explain now the way Taisus seems to be learning, the way the Rosh seems to be learning over here, the Taisus. That the Mokim of Tzidei Harachve, it depends, according to Rav, it depends how the Behemoth, who's in the Rachve, in the Shosh how he can access it. If he can access the payers but Tzidei Harachve walking normally without having to turn his head, so then the Bala Paris has no rights to leave his payers there. Just like the Bala Paris, understandable, can't leave his payers in Shusarabim. That's when the din of Shen B'Shusarabim is Potter. So if a behemoth that's walking can access the payers without turning his head, so then the Bala behemoth has no right to keep his payers there. So maybe it would be Potter. So Zokter Rav, this is that the Mishnah says that B'Tzidei Rachve, you pay Mashizike, and it doesn't have the tour of Shen B'Shusarabim, is talking about Ube Machzeres that in order for the behemoth to eat, it has to turn its head, since it's not the normal... In other words, it's not it's not a problem of Mishunah, Karen versus Shen. It's a normal way of eating. It would be considered Shen. But since it can eat it only all day turning, so it's considered that, that it's not in the place where the behemoth would normally be, and Mela the Balapayas has the right to put his payers there. Therefore, the behemoth eats it. But not else Karen, else Shen. Shmuel Amr, I feel the Machzeres Nami Potter. Shmuel holds at the end of the day, if a behemoth that walks Berachbe could eat these payers that are Betzide Rachbe, even if it needs to turn its head. But the Maise, as long as it stays in Rishasarabim, it could still access the payers, so you had no business putting it there. So, Mamela, your Potter, it blives like putting Shen, it blives like a case of Shem Rishasarabim. Of them, so the Gemara, Ula Shmuel, Hechem, Meshkachas, the Machayev. So, when did the Mishnah say, according to Shmuel, that Betzide Rachbe, your Chayev? And that Gemara says, "Going to shalf because of the rachva, also the comment see the rachva. If it not, it ate from the see the rachva while it was standing in the rachva. If it ate while it was in the rachva, even if it was only able to eat all the marzeres, 
then the Bailam has no right to put his payers there. It's called Shemesh Asarab. But if the only way he was able to eat was by walking in to the Tzidah, then the Balbais has permission to put the payers in such a place where the only way the animal can get is if he comes out of the Ragbe into the Tzidah. So in that case, it's regular Shen Bishos HaNizik, and therefore you're going to be Chai of Nezik Shal. So the Gemara, V'ikid Masin Hashmaita Ba'apinafshe. There's those that learned the Machlekes Rav Shmuel. It wasn't going on the Mishnah. It was a Machlekes B'fnei Atzma. Machlekes was like this, Machzeris, in a case where Behemoth is standing B'Rachve, and it's Machzer, its head, in order to eat, Mitzideh Rachve, what's the Allah? Rav Omar Chayavis. Again, this be the same Machlekes Rashi Taisvis. According to Rashi, Rav is going to hold its Mishun, its Karen, and its Chayiv. According to Taisvis, Rav holds that the Bailam has a right to put his payers there, and Mela, it's B'Shus HaNizik. Rav Amar Chayavis, Shmuel Amar Pture, and on that the Gemara says, "Ule Shmuel Meshalamis Mashazika Hechem Meshkachas Lo." Where would it be a case where Shmuel's Moida that you have to pay Mashazika? The Hechem Meshkachas the Mechayiv. It could go in the Shaf Kederachbe VeAzla VeKamim Tzidirachbe in a case where it actually leaves the Rachbe and it goes into the Tzidirachbe. In that case, Shmuel will be Moida that you pay Mashazika. Frag the Gemara Moser of Nachan by Yitzchak. It says in the Mishnah. That if the behemi eats me pesach hachanus, meshalam is mashenahenus. Now pesach hachanus, Taisus explains, chanus is like a box. It's like a small store. It's a box, and it has a window in the middle of the wall, and you drop that window down, and you put the things that you want to sell on that shelf. It's like a shelf that opens up as a window, and on that shelf that opens up, that's where you put the schayr. So the Mishnah says that if the behemi eats me pesach hachanus, meshalam is mashenahenus. In other words, it's not mechuyiv al tzmazik. It's only it's, it would be the din of shen b'shus harabim and it's potter. It pays mashenanis. So if I think hechi mishkaches lo pshita b'machzeres, it has to be the only way for the behemoth to eat me pesach hachanos has to be that in the case where the behemoth needs to be machzer its head in order to eat, because nobody puts a, a pesach hachanos straight in the middle of the shus harabim. Taisa says nobody's going to open that door, that window, into the Shosarab Mamash. So Mele, if it's not in, it's recessed. And the Mele, the only way for the behemoth to eat is by turn, turning its head. Pshita b'machzer, is that you have to pay mashinenis. It's mash mashinenis and mashazikaloi. According to Rav, Rav says that if the behemoth needs to be machzeris, and that's the case of the Mishnah, when you pay mashazika. So how does it stem to Rav? According to Rashi, the kash is, that if it's machzeres, it's mishone, and if it's mishone, that you should be paying chatzinezek like her. According to Taisus Mahalach, if it's machzeres, so the person has the rights to keep. If the only way that the behemoth can eat it is aday machzeres, so he has the rights to keep his payers there. If he has the rights to keep the payers there, it should be like chotzer anizek, and mele you should be chayiv. So the Gemara who moisav lo mafarik lo the kaima bekeren zavis. The Rashi learns there was a big mavui. And from the big mavi in the center of the exit, you go out into a mavi cotton. So there's a mavi cotton that opens up into a big mavi. So if, you, if a behemoth is walking from the mavi gadol, coming down the mavi cotton, Rashi has a diagram. This chanos was in the corner, right where the mavi cotton reaches the mavi gadol. And it was outside of the mavi. However, Rashi says it sticks in a little bit clappy prim. So when the behemoth is walking out from the Mavi Gadol towards the Mavi Cotton, it will bump into those payers right away, Derech It doesn't have to be Machzeres Pana. When it walks normally, it's going to bump into it. 
So Mela, if you're going with Rashi's Mahalach, that the, that the case of Machzeres is Chayiv Altskeren because it's Meshona. So here it doesn't have to be Machzeres. So Mela it's Ki Orche, and it's still called Rishos Rabim. So Mela you're Potter. According to Taisvis, that says that when it's Machzeres, then the person has has a right to keep his payers there. So the Chayir over here, even though it's not Machzeres, but the Chayir, the person has a right to keep his payers there. And a Pesach HaChanos, it makes sense that you should be able to keep your payers. But the Teretz is at the end of the day, it's in a place where you can't blame the Mazik for eating it. You can't come with a tiny that it's Chatzra Nizik, what are you doing here? It's normal for him to walk here and he's going to bump into it. So Mele, you don't have a tour of Chatzra Nizik. Masha'in Kain, Zakh the Mishnah, when it's Betoich HaChanos, then... Taikachanos is totally Rishosanizik, then there's no heter for the there's, there's no there's no ptur for the behemoth that's mazik. If that person put it in his rishos, mamish, in that case, Taisis is clearly mechalik. Taisis says, Ubitoichanos Mashalamis Mashazika, Afubishlason Bloichizer, the Khaya, why in the Khanos are you mechoyev? The behemoth didn't have to turn his head either in the Khanos. Tarit says, because that's Khatzrahanizik Mamish. There, there has to be one place. Where the Balapayas is entitled to keep his payers and make someone mechuyev for them eating up his payers in that place. So that's cool. And that, in Chatzra Nizik, in that place, of course, anyone that comes in there would be mechuyev. So the Gemara, In a case that we're learning till now, where the Baham is walking and has to turn its head to Tzidir Shisrabim to eat, everyone agrees the Chayavis, Rashi's Lashon is the Lahoyla Lahagzeroisha, the Tzidir Shouldn't have, it shouldn't have uh, turned its head there. That's not the normal way for it to go. Again, you could learn Vaita the Sugya both ways. Kipligi, where's the Machlaikis Rabishmul? That a person goes into his own Rishos, Rashi says. He has a Rishos, and instead of building his house all the way to the property line, he builds his house further back into his Rishos, and he leaves the front. For Shusarab, he lets people walk on his front yard. And he put payers in that area where he lets people go. And the behemoth came in, walking normally directly. Luch, it wasn't Machzer it was walking regularly. And it ate up his payers. That's the Machlech Yisrael Shmuel. So the Gemara Bahochi Yitmer, Omer Rav, Shonu, that it says in the Mishnah, in the case when it ate Besidir Shusarab, that it's Chayiv, Loishonu Elo Machzeris. If it was Machzer Ponov, then you're Takachayev. Avul Makzamokram Rishusar, the Shusarabim, Pture, in such a case that we just discussed, where he was Kainis the Shaloi, and he lets people be Mishnamash with the front of his yard, and he puts payers there, and the Bahamah eats up the payers, in that case, the, the Bala Bahamah would be Potter. That's the sheet of Rav. Shmuel Amr, no. Afilo Makzamokram Rishusar, the Shusarabim, even in this case, Chayavis. So what the Gemara wants to say, what's the Yisrael Machleikas? What's the story of Bar Bershusa? So it's a Gemara Vayit and Shoshanagi Chesapara. It's talking about a person digs a bar in his own Rishos. So right now he didn't do anything wrong yet. But then he went and he was Mafkir his Rishos and he wasn't Mafkir the bar. He retains ownership of the bar, but he's Mafkir the Rishos around the bar. So now people have a right to walk near the bar. Now they can fall into the bar. So there's a Machleikas Yibishmol Rebekiv over there. Rav, the, 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 the shayla over there is that Womad Amr says, you're chayif, because at the end of the day, it's considered like a barbish or Once you're mafkir or shusay, 
So now, now it's like a boy b'shosarabim that you're chayiv, and 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 and, and if you're going to be chayiv, zok the gemara, rab the omer potter kasover boy b'shosay chayiv, heyoyz boy b'shosay is chayiv. So memele a behemoth that comes and is mazik your payers is going to be potter, because this person that put his payers out in the area that he was mafkir, it's like a boy, because. If a person would come now and slip on these payers, since he was mafkir the shetach around the payers, and it's his payers are now in a technically in a mokum where he was mafkir the rabbin, so he has a bor over here in shosarab. If somebody would come and slip on his payers, he would be mechuyiv al zbor, according to this madama that you have no rishos to do this. So memele, since it's also to do that, the Gemara says in Hamaniach, kol makalkel b'shosarab m'sheziku chayovin l'shalom. So someone who makes a bar which he had no right to do, someone that takes that bar is allowed to keep that bar. So according to the Sarav that holds over here in the Mishnah Potter, he holds bar b'shusachai. Here, by putting down the payers and being koinis b'terch shaloi and being mafkir his makam l'shusarabim, putting down the payers there is like putting a bar b'shusachai. You have no right to do that. You're chayiv al zbor. If you're chayiv al zbor, if someone else comes and takes those payers, the bar, their potter. Shmuel the Amar Chayv. Shmuel that says that in this case of Machas B'Tach Shaloi, you're Chayv. The Bala, the, the, the Bala Behemah who eats the payers is Chayv. Ksavar, he holds bar potter. That the person has a right to make a bar even though he's mafkir, the Rishos around the bar. So maybe you had a right to put your payers down here. If you had a right to put the payers down here, if another Behemah comes and eats the payers, he's Chayv, because what you did was Rishos. So Rashi just adds, why you chayv? At the end of the day, it's Rishos Arab and Shem Rishos Arabim is Potter. So Taisus says you have to say over here that he wasn't Mamish Mafkir's Rishos because if he was Mafkir's Rishos, then it's Rishos Arabim Gomer. Then Zichri should be Potter al Shem Rishos Arabim. So Taisus Lashon is he niach l'shtoyach Shem Piroisa. He left that place to be able to put his payers out there. He wasn't mafkrit. When he does not using it to spread out his payers, then he gives permission for Bnei Rishon to walk there. So Mamele, here that his payers are there, it shouldn't be the Derechiluch of the Behemoth, so we don't view it as Rishon But The Gemara's Match, the Gemara says it's not a Raya, the Mechleikas Rav Shemul is totally in that Shailah. Amalach Rav... Could be I can I can also stim like the Mount Omer that holds that if a person makes a bar b'shusay, even though he's mafkir the mokum around the bar, he's potter, because the Torah was only mechayiv bar when you dig a bar in shusarab. But if you dig a bar in your shus, even though later you're mafkir the mokum around the bar, you're potter. So the chayiv you're potter, you had your shus to put the payers there. If you had the shus to put the payers there. So why is the Bala Peiris Potter? So the Gemara Rav Svar is Vishani Hacha the Amrloch, the Amr the the Bala Behemah that was Mazik could say Lav Kol Keminach the Makvis to the Peirisach the Shosar Rabbim Mechayvus to the Teroi. It's not fear that you're going and putting your Peiris so close to Shosar Rabbim and now you want to blame Marshar for eating it. True, you have a right to put your Peiris there, but that doesn't mean I'm responsible. Because the Maisa, since you were kindness, you give Rishos for people to walk on your area. 
So my behemoth had the to walk there. So it's like Shen, the And Taisa says, by the case of when the behemoth eats mitzidah herachva, and there we say you do have to pay Masha Hizik. So Taisa says that tzidah herachva are a little bit higher than the ground level on the road. So it's more daimit to chatzranizik, and therefore the, the bala behemoth has to pay for what his behemoth ate. But here it's mamish ground level with Shasarab. You're letting the behemoth walk there. So Mela, it's not a taina. You can't have a taina that you're putting your behemoths, you're, you're putting your payers there, and my behemoth should be careful. You have no right to, you have right to put your payers there, but you have no right to demand that I have to be careful. My payers shouldn't need it. Shmuel Omar, I could hold Person doesn't have a right to dig a bar if he's going to be mafkir the rishus around the bar. So the chayyur of bar is chayiv. So he had no rishus to put his payers there. So why the behemoth who eats it is going to be chayiv? Dr. Gemara, Shmuel is going to tell you, the Bishleim Bar, you know why you're Chayiv? Because Ashur doesn't see a bar. So, Mele, if you're Mafkir, you're Ashus, and the Behemoth could walk there, and he walked in there, Bershus, because you were Mafkir, you're Ashus around the bar, he won't see the bar, he's going to slip and he's going to fall. So, Mele, that's why Bar Bershusa is Chayiv. Iklamemer Lavadaita, the Ashur doesn't chap. Elopeiris, me Iklamemer Lavadaita, Hachazilhu. By the case of Paris, if you put Paris in your Rishos and your Mafka, the Rishos around the Paris, and a shark comes and slips on your Paris, even though he had a right to walk there, you're not going to be Chayef. Because he could see the Paris. A bar he can't see, so your mamash set him up to fall. Paris he could see. I, in Emissary Rishos a person doesn't have a right to put Paris. And there, if a person goes and puts his payers in emissary shusarabim and a short trips, the bala payers is going to be chayiv al zbor. Dr. Ashi, yeah, that's an emissary shusarabim that he has no rights to put at the color there. So then you can't say, yeah, the bar should have looked. You have no business putting it there. But in your shus, where you have a right to put it, so now what do you want to tie in it? Because you are mafka the shus, so you should be responsible for if a short comes and trips. At the end of the day, it's your shus. And the behemoth could have seen. The the, the payers. So you're not chayiv. So the bala who ate the payers is going to be chayiv. Because the whole svara to be potter is because the Gemara and Hamaniach, the Gemara that says over there that here you don't have that svara because it's not called a makalkalim b'shusarabim. Because he did it in his rishos and your shar should have been, should have noticed. The, the payers. So therefore, I'm not chayiv if he trips on my payers. If I'm not chayiv when he trips on my payers, then he has no rights to be machzik my payers. So Mimele, he's chayiv when he eats up my payers. Zog the Gemara, Leymah Magzeres, this whole shayla we're discussing, if a behemoth is Magzeres in order to eat from Tzidah Rachva, Leymah Magzeres Tanoi, the son, Shleta Braisa, Ochla Mitoich Rachva, if the behemoth eats payers in the middle of the Shus Rabbim, Meshalem is Mashanahenes, because Shem Shus Rabbim is pot, you don't pay Mashazikah, you pay Mashanenis. If it eats Mitzideh Harachve, then Mishalemis Masha Hizika. This is like the Mishnah says also. And the Bible says, Dibber Reb Meir, Reb Yehuda. However, Reb Yosi, Reb Lazar, Aymrim, Ain Darke Lechol, Elo Lahalch. So, Frank the Gemara, Reb Yosi, Hainatana Kamit. Zoktais, it's not Mastaber to the Gemara that they're arguing in the case of the Reisha, Benegei, when it eats. Of course, everyone agrees that you don't pay So obviously, they're arguing about the case of So what's the Machlaikas? Tanakama and Yehuda are saying 
And the Yosef Belezer is saying, Ein dark lechoil elolahalach, meaning that what? It shouldn't be eating, and memele, you're chayiv. So that's the same thing that Tanakam, they also said chayiv. So it must be, what's the machleikis? El machzeres, it could be nayu. Must be, the machleikis is machzeres. And Dr. Ashi, you have to say like this, that they, they heard, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Lezer heard, their mayor said, when? If it walked out into the Tzidei Rachbe, it entered the Tzidei Rachbe. But if it was in the Rishosarab, if it was in the Rachbe, and it was just machzeres, ponel, the Tzidei Rachbe, then they wouldn't be chayv. And on that, Rabbi Yossi argues, and he says, no, that even machzeres is a problem, because and since it was machzer, it's chayv. So that's going to be the machzeres. And the machzeres is a kibbanayat. And the kamas of machzeres, nami mishalem ashenehenes, that machzeres is not machuyiv al tzmazik. And Rabbi Yossi says, no, mishalem is mashazika. That in the case of machzeres, mishalem is mashazika. So the kamas of have no right. The kulam machzeres, ikravi kishmul. They're not arguing about machzeres. What's the Allah of machzeres? It's going to be totally whatever, whatever Rav holds, whatever Shmuel holds. Rav says chayv, Shmuel says potter. But they're not arguing about this. Taira says that Shen is only chayev if it was b'steyacher. And they're arguing what the definition of b'steyacher is. Mar sabar ubir b'steyacher v'loi b'shus harabim. That ubir b'steyacher means b'shus hanizik v'loi b'shus harabim. So maybe if it was in the rachve, that's why you don't pay mashizike because that's not called b'steyacher. Umar sabar, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Lezer held, ubir b'steyacher v'loi b'shus hamazik. But if it's in the Rachbe, that's considered Ubiyar Bistayacher, and you would be Chayiv Mashezika. How could you say that Ubiyar Bistayacher comes La Fukir Yashosamazik? Meaning that if the Mazik, that, that, that if the Nizik takes his payers and puts it in the Shosamazik, the Pasik tells us that the Mazik is Potter. For that, you need a Pasik. You need a Pasik. My boy. The, the mazik should tell the nizik, what's your payers doing? Am I your shos? So I don't, I don't need a pasuk of beer b'steyacher. So obviously beer b'steyacher is coming lafukar shosarab. So the Gemara Ella, a different machlaikis. Again, they're not arguing about machzeres. They're arguing the ilfev rebaishia ikabinai. So we saw before in the Gemara, on Dav Chof, ilfev's shita was that if a behemoth is in shosarab and it stretches its neck to eat from payers that are sitting on the back of another behemoth in Shosarabim, Ilfa said it would be Chayv, because that's not called Shem B'Shosarabim, it's called Shem B'Shosanizik, because payers on the back of the behemoth are considered payers B'Shosanizik. Rabbi Ishiya said, if a behemoth jumped up to eat from payers that were on someone's back in Shosarabim, you're going to be Potter, sorry, you're going to be Chayv, even in Shosarabim, you're going to be Chayv Al-Tzkerin, because it's Mishuna to be Kaifitz. So that was the Machlaikas over here, Tanakame and Rabbi Yaisi and Belazer. Tanakame says that if you eat Mitoy Charachve, Mishalam is Mashinanis. You don't pay Mashezike. Is Mashma, you never pay Mashezike. In all cases, Sai in Ilfa's case, Sai in Boishi's case, you won't pay. Of them, Zokt Rabbi Yaisi and Belazer, no. They, their Lashen is. That a behemoth ain't dark That it's not normal for a behemoth to jump up. Ain't dark But to jump up is not normal. So even though it's berachvet, which was if it was kaifetzis, you would be chayiv. You would be chayiv al tzkeren. 
only question is, what do they mean Benegeya Ilfa? Rashi's Lashon is, This is all gishmak in, in Rabbi that he's they're coming to say it's not normal for it to jump. So if it jumps, that's Rabbi Shia's din, it would be Mishunah and it would be Karen. The din of Ilfa has nothing to do with jumping, the din of Darke and not Darke of Orche, the din of Ilfa is that payers that are on the back of a behemoth is called Rishos Hanizik. It's Shen, but it's Shen Rishos Hanizik. So Taisis Bamas is Moir Diskasha. Taisis the Ramaskal, the Ilfa der Boishi. Taisis says, Lav me in Yenechot. Der Boishi Mayer be Kefetzes, the Havakaren. The Ilfa Ayri al Gabachabra to the Chosh of Shen. It's just Rishos Hanizik. So yes, the Ayin, what the Gemara means, Ella the Ilfa. But upon him, we have no Raya to make a Machlaikis about Machzeris. Zog the Mishnavaita, Kelevag di Shekov to Mereshagag. A person has a kelevig deed that are sitting on his roof and it jumps into the neighbor's yard and it lands on the kelem of the neighbor. So it's Rishus Hanizik. They're chayiv al Why? Because this is normal. It's normal for kelevig deed to jump. So it's not called Mishon. If it would be Mishon, it would be told of the Karen and then you would only pay Chatzin Nezik. This is Mu'adin. So therefore you pay Nezik Shalom. Hakelev shenotul charor, a kelev that took uh, a cookie or a roll that had uh, that had was on the coals, v'holach legodish, and it goes to somebody's godish to his tvur. Ochel charor it ate up the it ate up the roll, v'hidlek hagodish and it burnt down the godish. Al charor mishalom nezik sholem because it's shen b'shus anizik which pays nezik sholem. Al godish mishalom chatz nezik. The Gemara will explain why. The Gemara's Medayik, that it says, Kelev Agdisha Kavtu, time of the Kavtu, because they jumped, that's why the Balakelev is Chayv Nezek Shalom, Honoflu. What happens if they went up to the roof and they fell down, which is an Oynes? Then they would be, then the, 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 the Bailam would be Potter. Alme, Kasavat Chalasim Shiv Seifu Ba'inis Potter. Because the Ma'isa, this case was Chalasim Shiv, because if you see that your, your Kelev Agdi is on the roof, you should have brought them down, because you should have assumed that they might jump into the neighbor's yard, because it's normal for them to jump. And even though at the end of the day it was an oinus, because nefila is not something that you had to expect, so what happened was an oinus, but lemaise, you were peshe by letting them be there. And still, we're saying that saif kal saif, the hezek happened by the oinus, so your potter is a right, chalas rabshiv, saif oinus potter. So the Gemara Tanya Nami Hachi, akele baglisha kavtum reshagag v'shavros akelem v'shalom hezek shalom, naflu pturim. Frek the Gemara, this shay that chalas rabshiv v'saif oinus is a machlekes amiram, in Perikamafkit. So So it's very good the diak that we have in this mission and the Befeir Shabraisa that says Nafluptur. Elamanda Omar Chayiv, that because it's Khlas Bibshi, even though it's Saifu Bainas Chayiv, my Kalamaim, what's shot over here by Nafflu, your potter, the Khir it's Khlasabshiya. So according to that Mandom, you have to be Maikim Kigoin the Mikri Kalim the Gabba Kaisel. That the Kalim were mamish up close against the Kaisel. So then it's not called Khlasabshiya. Because even though it's normal for the animal to jump, because if the if the animal would jump off the roof, it won't land alongside the, the wall. It's going to land further away from the wall. Since the kalim were flush against the wall, if it would have jumped, it would have passed the kalim. It wouldn't have landed on the kalim. So there was never a pshi over here for letting your animals there because there's no hezek that can happen by kvitzah. 
There's no tchilas of b'shia. The whole thing was an oynus. So therefore, it's not a kasha according to that man the Omer. Omer of Zid Meshmei Dirov, sometimes even a case when the Kelvin Gdi fell, which till now we said is an oynus, even according to the man the Omer, tchilas of b'shia v'sayfu b'oynus potter. What's that case? If it, the, the fence that's around the gag is a shvach fence, so then it's considered a pshia even ben a In fact, the Gemara, what's the pshia? My new. What, why is there a pshia over here? The boile la suki daite the nofal archi? Because you have to assume that the fence, the bricks of the fence, are going to fall down and the bricks are going to smash the kailah. So you say, nofal archi, the nofal inu. The mice, the bricks never ended up falling. What happened was that the animal fell down. So that's Vaitra and Oynes. So it's Tchilasa B'Pshia V'Saifa B'Oynesu. And if you hold Tchilasa B'Pshia V'Saifa B'Oynes Potter, so why is it going to be Chayv? So the Gemara Yolaitzricha, the poem that your Chayv was talking about, B'Koysel Tsar, the Maka, the fence around the roof, was a very, very narrow fence. And Mimela, since you have to expect the Kelev should jump, so it's very likely they're going to jump on top of the fence, on top of the Maka. And since the Maka is so thin, they're not going to be able to stand on it, and they're going to fall right off. So, it's not it's and therefore you would be chayv.